from the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We're presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Hey, tomorrow night's a big one at FTX Arena. Heat Knicks, not because the Knicks are in town. And, and Cyrus, Cyrus Wittig running things today until 2 o'clock here. Ken Levick Alive sent me uh, last break. The, the, the Heat have not lost to the Knicks since 2016. Think about that. Like, 2016 is the last time that the Knicks beat the Heat. That is, um, that's <laughs> ridiculous. octaves did your voice go up? <laughs> I mean, just think about that. That, that is, is a long time. That is poverty. I mean, what a poverty <laughs> franchise they are. But, but... Tomorrow's big because the Heat need to bounce back. The Heat need to find some rhythm. I get there's still nine games, but it's time to start figuring it out. And like now. Yeah. Because now, hopefully Tyler Hero can play. Don't know. But even without him, you got to figure out some of these pieces here. You got to start tightening up those rotations or else I just, I feel like you're too ragged going into the playoffs, whoever your, uh, your first round opponent is. Now, if you are going to Heat Knicks tomorrow night, Make sure, because this is a busy, 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 busy weekend. Not only here in West Palm, you got the boat show, right? But in Miami, you have Ultra going on this weekend. It's spring break going on this weekend. It's going to be massive humanity everywhere. Do not drive. I'm going to go as far to say if you drive anywhere in South Florida this weekend of any Any distance past like 25, 30 miles, you're an idiot. Or you're not from here. Yeah, you're just dumb. You're just dumb. I'm talking north-south. Okay, I'm talking north-south. I'm going south. Where are you going? I'm going to FLA Arena. I'm going to Disney on Ice. Going to Disney on Ice. You know what you should do? You know what you should do? Take the bright line to Fort Lauderdale. Jump in an Uber. Bam! FLA Arena. Disney on Ice. Mickey, Minnie, how are you? I feel great because I'm not stressed because I took the train, okay? Tomorrow night, Jimmy, hope you're feeling better. I feel great. Want to know why? Kicked my feet up, got the premium seats, had a drink and a snack on the way down to FTX Arena because I took Brightline. Didn't have to get caught in traffic. Didn't have to sit in gridlock. Didn't have to deal with that. I'm telling you, if you're going tomorrow night to drive from West Palm, it's an 8 o'clock tip. Say you get on the road, I'm, you have to leave, and I'm not joking. If you want to get down, get comfortable, and not miss tip-off, like we're talking a 4.30 departure in your car from West Palm. <laughs> that is not a joke. Yeah, I'm telling you, that is when you'd have to leave. That's ridiculous. Just take the Brightline. Use GoBrightline.com. Use the free Brightline app. Get yourself round-trip ticket, West Palm, Miami, and back. Use that buzzer beater train for the heat. It leaves after the final horn, you don't miss a second of the action. They've got the food and drink, the alcohol in the in the stations, West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. I'm just telling you right now, this is me trying to do good for you. I'm trying to be a man of the people and give you advice. If you get in your car to go to the heat game last night or to go down to Miami for spring break or, or if you're going to Disney on ice or you're going to the boat show and coming from the south, Taking your car is a bad, bad, bad idea. Just jump on the Brightline. It's there for you. It loves you, and it wants you to ride it. That is Brightline. Go Brightline.com, the Brightline app. Uh, I prefer the premium seating, but I'm also bougie. You don't have to, but I'm saying that's you the best way to bougie? go. You bad and bougie? Bad and bougie. They call me Ken Premium Levica. 
for a you reason. You know, see, see we Robot were good, Ken, and then you just... I know, I just killed it. I know. Yeah. But, but, despite all that, me just totally bombing out on that, use the bright line. Just trust me. Trust me on that. Um, I am, I'm home alone this week, Keely, because oh. I had to stay off of a trip with my family because uh, I uh, FAU basketball played in the CBI in Daytona, mm-hmm. and so uh, my my girl's spring break is this week, and so my my wife booked a, a cruise for her, ah. her mom, and then and then my girls, and I at first I'm like this will be great, quiet, kick my feet up, get home, have some Pinot Noir, little red wine, go to sleep every day. It's good, life hey. is good. I am so bored. Aww. I am so. Epically bored. I'm gonna Manny Petty with us. I hate. Yes. It depends what time. Let me know. <laughs> I'm starting to come around on this, but I I did not think that this was gonna happen. But I am bored. Oh. Like yeah, I legitimately last night, like yesterday, I didn't feel real good. Like when I was driving home, I'm like, oh, my stomach doesn't feel great. And then I had some hellacious moments once I got home last night, but I wasn't <laughs> feeling good. And like the house is quiet and dark, and my power was out until like 10 o'clock as well. Oh wow. Yeah. So I was just sitting there. I'm like, I'm down bad. I I I, I was like, I'm down bad. And I I swear to God, I mumbled this out loud to myself. What did I do to deserve this? Oh, <laughs> kids, so the wife and the kids. Ah, yeah. Now it I the quietness. I'm not used to it, and yeah. it sucks. It really sucks because I'm I'm not going out to dinner with anybody. I'm not doing anything except getting home, and not even the Pinot's doing the job. <laughs> Oh, this is what no. happens when you get old stone. Just say no. Yeah. It's scary. You guys are scaring me. Well, this We're is your sorry. life coming up. Yeah, yep. like this is real talk. <laughs> this is real talk right now, Stone. Uh, when we return, I'm going to play you two of the dumbest takes about Tyree Kill to the Dolphins. The two dumbest takes about Tyree Kill to the Dolphins when we return. She's Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live and lonely on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening, and we're presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. What a day for Brian Winhorst. He has been on every single ESPN show. Not only are the NBA playoffs coming up, but hey, the Heat have some problems. The Heat have some strife. Let's call up B-Dub. Brian Winhorst is having himself a day on ESPN. <laughs> Ken Levicka, Keely Ferguson. Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. It is, I can see it right out of our window here at the Phillips Point Towers. The Boat Show starting today. And um, in, the, in the break, Keely had a very pertinent question. Um, oh, I was going to say, did yeah. I? <laughs> A very pertinent question. Uh, she asked if we as white people, as white guys specifically, right. got like, together. <laughs> I think it was together, white boys. White, white boys, boys and collectively decided that it, it was time to just show off that thigh meat whenever possible. Because <laughs> Cyrus Wittig, who's running things here today, uh, and me, and I'm notorious for thigh season. Yes. You got to wear those five-inch inseams, man. That's what I do. Stone is a believer. Cyrus is a believer. You show off that thigh meat. If we got together and decided that was the path that we all had to take collectively, and the answer to that, Keely, is um, yes. It's our white claw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Us showing off our thighs is the equivalent of white claw to white girls. It's it, we we just we're 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 drawn to it. It's our signature now. 
I have seen so much caucasoid thigh meat in the last <laughs> caucasoid <laughs> couple of weeks. Who might use that? Oh man, what is happening? But, but because of the boat show, I mean, the caucasity is at full, <laughs> full mast. I mean, it is on full display. And if you like white guy thigh meat, I mean, all along the intercoastal, the next couple of days, the boat show is going to provide that. Now, when I was, I was in my twenties, I might, I might have gone to the boat show. <laughs> some thigh meat. Hey, I'm just saying, ladies and men. <laughs> If you're into to white guy thigh meat, the boat show. Look, there's some. Com- look. Yeah, see? Right by our window right now. <laughs> white guy thigh meat. He knows we're talking about the thigh meat. Yep. He knows because white guys are proud of that. And it's our it's our badge now. Like, listen, we, we're trying to just love ourselves and, and find our place in society. <laughs> you know how outdated- it's been a tough road for white guys. So <laughs> you know how outdated you are if you're Here's rocking knee knee long shorts. You're out the game. Yeah. He realized how ridiculous yeah. this was starting hey. to sound as he was talking. It's, hey, it's been a rough go of it historically for the white guy. So let us have this one thing, Keely. Okay, Just no let problem. Have this one thing. Um, I'll do that. But but here's what we need to do is how do we get how do we get black guys on board to actually make this cool <laughs> and to push it? Because right now it's a little dorky. But it'll be cool. We can get the black guys on board the thigh meat, too. So, Keely, can you orchestrate this for us? Uh, I'll see what I can do. All right. Just, you know. At, at the next meeting. Put in a good word. Yeah. If you can just put in a good word, maybe a PowerPoint presentation, we can go from there. What is happening to this show? Ken LeVick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Um, I need to tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care before I absolutely go off. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain and need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care offices are conveniently located in Palm Beach County, through the Florida Keys. You can't miss it. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare, baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. Uh, Stone, if you could remind me, who did the um, who did the, uh, the the Dolphins acquire yesterday? Cheetah. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill. Damn right. Mm. Uh, Keely, you're allowed to get involved in this celebration, too. Um, I, I'm allowed? You're, oh, you're allowed. Like, I don't want you to think you have to be restrained here. You don't have to be a proper lady. You can you can just go off. Yeah, me and Ken were two little boys for two hours straight yesterday. Awesome. Tyreek Hill, total game changer. Most dangerous receiver in the NFL. Keely, I said it, and I mean it. The Dolphins are the most dynamic team in the AFC East. Whoa. The Dolphins are the most dynamic team in the AFC. I mean, I, I agreed. We may not be the best or the most threatening, but dynamic-wise, what we have well, on no, offense, yeah, no one matches I it think the, the Dolphins are the most threatening. I think the Bills may have a better team, but as far as dynamic is concerned, the speed trying to match up with the Dolphins, they're the toughest matchup in the AFC. Keely, don't give them that look. Jump on board. That, you, that is going to be a nightmare. We talked about making defenses and defensive coordinators dizzy. Like, yep. There are too many guys to keep an eye on, like, too much speed. And with Mike McDaniels and what he's able to do or what he's shown us that he's done uh-huh. with gadgets and like, toys in the past, we're good. Hey, hey whoa, whoa, who, what's that blur? Oh, that's Jalen Waddle. Oh, what's that other blur? My God, that's Tyreek Hill. Wait, wait, what is that Velcro? Or saying, oh, it's Mike Jasicki's mm. hands. Oh, look, another blur speeding down the sideline. Oh, that must be Raheem Mostert. <sighs> God, man. 
stop trying awesome. to make, stop trying to make fetch a thing. It's gonna be amazing. You know, I, listen, I like am eighty five hundred a football. I am reserved in my opinion, and here is why. I feel, and now I feel like I've just thrown a wet blanket on this fire, you, on the thigh. No, 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 that's you, all right. It I'm ain't so gonna do sorry. nothing. No, that's fine. No, oh, it's not. Okay, but here's good. the thing: that so fire's gonna like, burn. No, but, no, 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 no. We we white claw it up. I'm yeah. good. I'm good. And, and Jalen Waddle's speed, Tower Kill's speed, the breeze from that, that fire goes right out. Who's so gonna get him the ball? I mean, Tua. Why are we? Why see, are that's, we even... see, that's that. See, that is. Oh, uh, here we go. Time for some Tua hate. That's fine. I put I'm, it not, off. Ha- I'm not on, hating Achille. on Tua, but when you get a dynamic player like that, a receiver, no doubt, mm-hmm. they don't throw the ball to themselves. Somebody's got to get it to him. He's got the highest completion percentage in the league. That's right. He does. Yep. <laughs> just, just get it in their hands. Just throw just it. Get it just, just get it near him. Just get it near him. Just yep. get it close. He's yep. accurate. He's very accurate. Extremely okay. accurate. Okay. So. My, so there's your answer, Keely. My initial thought, <laughs> my initial thought when I heard it was, oh, they gave up a lot. Like, this is a good play, but they gave up a lot. And generally, when you give up a lot, it's because you believe, A, that this player's a game changer, but not only is they, are they a game changer, that they're going to help you win and get to the, the highest level or very close, not just to the postseason, very close. We're talking uh, second round. We're talking conference championship now division round or bust i'm fine with that but i don't know if that not if that's not him but i don't know if the combination of him and tua are gonna do that and you got a new coach so you've got all of these new pieces that you've now got to try to put together now the beauty of it is it's march so we still have mandatory mini camps we've got training camp we've got the season however They've not necessarily shown us, at least Tua hasn't necessarily shown us, that that is his strength as far as being consistent with getting these receivers the ball where they need to be with running that offense. But, mm-hmm. but, there's always a but. Yeah. The good thing about the cheetah is that he's great with yards after the catch. Yep. So, and, and the yeah. good thing about Mike McDaniel mm. is when you talk about gadgets and toys and the way he can run the offense is that he might give you those little dink and dumps dunk yep. and, and run the offense that way and then because really at the end of the day and stone obviously will attest this it's just about it's just about moving the chains we just got to yep. move them just a little bit we don't have to be spectacular we don't necessarily have to turn back lips all the time we just gotta we just gotta inch along inch along and inch it along sounds like so, someone's talked herself into this I'm not, i like I said it I have mixed emotions about it she's talking herself into the cheetah I, and the I, I have mixed emotions about it because my my hesitation with getting excited about it is if this doesn't pan out the way you want it to in year one and it almost never does what happens in year two well there'll be mentally. no two there'll be no two up in and, year two. and that Simply. is and that and that becomes a problem because now you kind of got to rejigger and start all over again you see what i'm saying but but if you go if you go and have a solid quarter jimmy g is not spectacular by any stretch of the imagination he was okay he's an okay quarterback correct and he was in the nfc championship game a year ago Correct. he's played in a super bowl um I, I i understand the concerns about tua but i also think that there's too much mainstream media feeding the narrative about tua as well i want you to listen to this from Keyshawn johnson and i i respect Keyshawn, and in fact i think he might be in here in a couple of weeks and we'll try and get him on the show and i'll play this for him and i'll i'll, I'll ask him what in god's name he was talking about he is not gonna <laughs> ask him like that let's just so y'all know. no we're on him 
We're on them. We're on them. We're on them. Right, right, right out the gates. I, I the, show off these thighs all the time. You think that I don't <laughs> have the guts with the no. my, my white thigh meat that I don't have the guts to, to look Keyshawn in the eye and say, what the hell are you talking about? No, and he I can don't. Ex- and he can expect. <laughs> Not at all. He can expect right, might be it. Right. Welcome to South Florida. Like, we're going to give it to him. This is our squad. That's this right. is our team. That's right. We're going to give it to bruh, him, like Stone bruh. said. Wait a minute. Time out. Time out. Damn right, Stone. Time about welcome to South Florida. You do realize that just across the water, like you can walk over there, are million-dollar homes and yachts. We ain't about that life over here. Yeah, because we're you grinding. We're, not. we're grimy and we're grinding. He's coming to our world. Hey. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, it, let, let's hear Keyshawn Johnson this morning, 6 to 10 a.m. every day here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, he's a little bit hesitant about Tyree Kill to the Dolphins, and here's his reason why. What does Tyreek Hill do for the Dolphins, Key? Well, it gives them a it gives them another speed threat. But in terms of moving the needle for me, man, it doesn't do a whole lot. I don't think that, you know, good for him. He got the money. I'm happy he got paid. He should get paid. But in terms of the team, I don't think it makes them anywhere near uh, the Buffalo Bills, oh, the New okay. England Patriots. Although they, they have beaten up on the New England Patriots a little bit under uh-huh. Brian Flores. But I think that changes with McDaniel now being the head coach. Wait, why? Why? Wait, you've you've beaten up on the Patriots, but Mike McDaniel is the coach of the Dolphins now, so that's magically going to change. The Patriots are suddenly better than the Dolphins, who have made themselves demonstrably better with the roster because Brian Flores had some magical code to beat the Patriots. That is what we call empty. Not even bothering to look at any numbers nonsense from Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah, he had no I mean, explanation. That is so lazy from Keyshawn Johnson. Uh, it doesn't really do much. and Because uh, you could see, you could hear he caught himself. He's like, oh, uh, they're, they're not better than the Patriots. Well, Brian Flores had their number, but I think that changes with Mike McDaniel. Why? Why? Keely, we on that ass what when he gets here. What does that even mean? Keyshawn, explain it. Well, what he meant was Brian Flores knows the Patriots. That's what he meant. Okay, but Brian Flores he, doesn't know quarterbacks. That's what he, meant. he didn't know offense. He didn't know. That's why he's out of a job. You know, because he didn't know offense or how to handle a locker room. Mike McDaniel does. If anything, you think that improves. I just, but I, again, I, I hear what Keyshawn is saying as far as. I heard it too, and it was stupid. I, <laughs> you will call me stupid too? No. That's what I thought. Manny Petty. Because remember, I ain't from here. I know. I'm about that life yeah. for sure. I know. You're, you're, <laughs> I'm just playing. Look, he's going to crumble listen, in front of Keyshawn just like that, Keely. But, listen, right. He's right. going to crumble just know, like that. Listen, but, but what Ken is. knows I'm, not, I'm soft as wet tissue paper. I'm not about that life. <laughs> but what, is, what is Keyshawn saying there? Like, what is his. He's, 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 saying, he's saying what I was saying that you, when you hear it at first, you're giddy. You guys are like, yes! Thigh meat season, let's all go wear our short shorts and get the white claw. However, you still got to plug in these pieces. We got to remember, Stone, you'll attest to this. They always say it all starts up front. I know they just added Teron Armstead. I get it. And Connor Williams. But you got it. Never mind the fact you led the league in holding. The off- <laughs> the it's all good. The offensive line, more than any other position group, they've got to work as a unit. So, yeah, you just put this left tackle in, which is great. For Tua, but how is he going to work with the rest of the line? Sure. I'm not saying he's not going to work with it, but it's just we started plugging in these pieces, but is it going to work for the way they want it right. to? But, so you got a new coach, you, you got a new left tackle. I, I understand, but 
that's why I'm that's why I'm reserved in what I'm saying. Would, and what would I'm you saying agree? Because would you agree though? Two is in a better situation now than he was twelve months ago. Yes. Okay. But but he's but he is still this is this is kind of it for him. Oh yeah. They, and so that's got to be tough. He, it's like okay, now we get now we gave you the 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 best free agent in, in uh, best free agent offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Out there in free agency right now. We gave you the best receiver in the NFL. Gave you the best receiver Mm -hmm. in the NFL. It gave you a coach that can play to your strengths, that can coach to your strengths, that can put you in a good system. You saw what he did for Jimmy Garoppolo. Obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo was still working with something, but neither of them, if you look at their stats, are deep ball threats. However, that's got a way on his mind. Because it's like, I don't, if I don't do it now with all of this, I'm out of here. Stone, did uh, it just remind did Tua succeed at the uh, at Alabama? I think just a little bit. Uh, Alabama, do you think that's a high-pressure quarterback situation? No doubt. Yeah. Do you think coming in at halftime of a national championship game against your SEC rival, that might have felt like a little pressure? Damn right. Keely, he can handle it. Can I go junkie? Can I go? Get out of here. Can I go full on junkie Smith for a second? Keely Smith was also a number one pick. Cut it out. <laughs> Cut it uh, out. The face <laughs> Keely made of me is perfect. By the way, let's just look at the old numbers, shall we? Just a Tuscaloosa. Little bit. <laughs> a little bit of number time, all right? This is um, completion air yards, okay? This is completion yards with the receiver. Just, just how far passes traveled in the air when receivers caught them. Average um, uh, yards per catch passes in the air, okay? Tua last year, five and a half yards in the air per completion. Okay, five and a half. Low number. Justin Herbert, best deep ball quarterback in the NFL. He was up around 7.4. Um, let's just look at, at a, a name that was behind Tua. Actually, two names. Tua, again, five and a half yards through the air per completion. Guess who's behind him? The MVP. Mm, I was going to say it. Aaron Rodgers. 5.3. Guess who's behind Aaron Rodgers? TB12. No. Patty. No. Oh, yes. Yes. Tyreek Hill's former quarterback. Last year, Pat Mahomes, 4.9. So, mm, wow. so it's okay. It's okay to talk about uh, dynamic offenses when Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback and we just completely ignore someone's uh, someone throwing the ball down the field an awful lot of the time. We just ignore it. We ignore the the yards after the catch because we just assume something. But when it comes to Tua, he didn't throw the ball far enough in the air. We just uh, oh, never mind the fact that the Chiefs lived off of yards after the catch, and that's the same thing the Dolphins are striving to do. Yeah, and we talk about Tom Brady and how quick he gets the ball out of his hands, and mm-hmm. how quick Patty Mahomes gets the ball out of his hands. But when it's in Tua's case, it's a bad thing. Right, right. And by the way, Tom Brady five point seven. Yards through the air per completion compared to two is five and a half. But guys, whatever, man. You guys are such homers. It trips Keyshawn me says, out. Keyshawn says the Brian Flores isn't there, so you're not better than the it Patriots. It trips me out. And, and, here, and here's why I say it trips me out. Because these things don't exist in a vacuum. It's not like all the members of the national media got together and said, you know what, who can we pick on? Let's, well, pick, on, let's pick on Tua. Kind of feels exactly like what it. they do. It kind no, of feels like it. No, it, it, But I think it is. I mean, it's the, if why, one is the Alabama why, thing. But why? But why? He's a little corny. I think that he was brought in so heavy was RG3 expectations. So was RG3 people loved him there until, was a, until people realized he was terrible. There was a tank for Tua, but I think that it's easy to just bag on Tua because he seems like this nice little innocent Hawaiian kid. But yeah, the, the the Alabama Jesus follower, very corny, like 100% yeah. it's easy to knock those Y'all guys. Y'all know there have been other corny quarterbacks that people rocked for until they... Well, until Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Right. Yeah. yeah, he's corny. Right. I mean, he's super corny. 
and, yeah. and people rock with him. Yeah. It, this was pre-Sierra, too. People still rocked with him. Yeah. Sierra definitely <laughs> raised that, his, that, uh, that leveled him up, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah for <laughs> sure. But all I'm saying is that this this immediate approach, this immediate this immediate launch to discredit the Dolphins because two is the quarterback. Tua, in categories that people want to crap on him for, is better than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Keely, I mean, come on. Keely, keep that same energy, though. Like, that's what we got to tell everybody. Like, what? don't jump on this shit when, when he gets rolling and he does have a – 78% completion percentage through four or five games, and they're four and one. Like, you got to keep that same energy. We're there. And maybe what they will say is, hey, you know what? I pegged it all wrong. I'm just reserving judgment. I'm just kind of in, I'm in the middle on it. I'm in the middle. I'm Switzerland right now. I, I, I'm just trying to figure it out because just because you gave up so much for this, this is a we're going to win now move. And okay. I don't know if you got to win now but, quarterback. But I just don't. What? And you don't think that either. Stone, how many, you know you don't. How many of the two first round picks <laughs> next year did the Dolphins give up for Tyreek Hill? Was it Goose Egg? Goose Egg. None. They still have two, for, even after all that. They only gave up one first round pick, six in total. They've got two first round picks mm-hmm. next year in case the bottom falls out. With Tua. Now, but, but, but why are we going to next year no, when I know, Teddy being, Bridgewater is a very capable quarterback? Teddy Bridgewater, 5.8 yards through the year per completion. I'm mean, just saying. Again, very capable. Like We can't write Teddy off, and a lot of Miami fans are secretly, secretly rooting against Tua because they know Teddy's capable of getting it done. I think they're worried. And why would that be? That's what I'm saying, you guys. You guys never get to the why. You always think that no, people just No, because Mike McDaniel's want- the coach. People just want to crap on, on people ass. just because. <laughs> now, are there some people that wake up like I just people that wake up go, you know, who can I crap on today? I'm going to crap on Tua. But are there people like that? Probably. Absolutely. They're but miserable people. But it's infinitesimally small. There are not okay. that many people that do that. Are you serious? Have, se- have you seen any of the memes going around of like Tim Tebow throwing a duck and them comparing that to Tua or that baseball player trying but to turn why? a double play? But it, do you work on sports talk radio? But no, my point is it <laughs> came from somewhere is my point. Haterville. My point is, <laughs> came from Haterville, right there, where right. Josh Cohen lives. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Listen. Ooh, Stone. Are we, Stone's do we have it. a break coming up? <laughs> <laughs> do we have a, some time, like four minutes? To He's take not away listening. From that? Don't worry. Oh man, that's. So I hope good. not. That is. Because you gonna have to deal with that. But all what I, what I'm saying. Because if, if if there's anything Josh Cohen could do is roast. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah no oh. doubt. No doubt. Especially someone like Stone. Like we love Stone, but I mean, there's things to roast it's about. It's easy. Stone. Now, um, <laughs> what what I will say is that. Me and my mic, sorry. But, but but Tua Tua has been in a position the last two years where he had a head coach who would pull him in fourth quarters of games that would treat him like a high school quarterback or treat him like any other position on the field where you can't with a young quarterback. He's been mismanaged from the jump and also had about five sheets of loose-leaf paper protecting him over the last two years as (laughs) well. Right, So now Uh you've at least upgraded maybe cardboard, something that can repel a pass rush. And despite all of that, he had the Dolphins to within a game of the playoffs. A year ago. All I'm saying is that I think he embraces the pressure and I think he's a lot more capable than what some believe because it's very easy with Tua. He has a couple of bad moments and it turns into this massive conflagration of uh, of uh, uh, of criticism, of conjecture, when in reality, he's like a whole lot of other quarterbacks. I mean, that's damn right. Can I talk about the offensive line just for one second? There's one thing Mike McDaniels does that's Mike really, McDaniel. Stop calling McDaniel. Mike McDaniel does that is really unique and, and a really a strength of his, and it's turning tight ends into blockers. One thing that George Kittle 
fully became known for was putting his hand in the dirt and becoming a blocker. Mike Jacecki is fully capable. And Mike McDaniel has talked about it plenty of times in interviews that he's already told me he's ready to put his hand in his dirt and become a sixth offensive lineman. Like, that is one thing. That's not little. You'll see it each and every game and mm-hmm. at least once, twice a drive that this guy won't go out for pass routes. This guy won't go down the middle of the field. He'll stay in there and help protect to a max protect. It's one thing we're going to see a lot from Mike Jacecki. But this is not a one game in uh, a one game away from the playoffs move. This is a... Win a couple division. games in the playoffs. This yeah. Is, yeah, this is a division round mm. conference championship move. That's I, what this is. Mm, what you sound we'll like? Be, I mean, we'll be happy. This ain't about you being happy. This is about this money they just spent. <laughs> if they get into the division round, the divisional round, I feel like that's a success. Because sure. that For shows sure. you are a legitimate sure. Super Bowl contender in the toughest conference we've maybe ever seen in NFL history. Right. And remember, what did Mike Tannenbaum just tell us a couple of weeks ago? In the AFC, if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have anything. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to find out if the Dolphins have a quarterback. But they, and he also said the Broncos are at the contention table with Russell Wilson. Uh-huh. I yesterday I put I declared they're not at the head of the table, but the Dolphins are at the table now. They're at, they're 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 feasting. They're dining. They're at least having salad and maybe the main course. Like, uh, maybe. Okay. Yeah, uh, maybe. So you, uh, uh, maybe salad and bread. I said appetizers <laughs> yesterday. He said feast, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we got some appetizers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but but I'm going to go through. I actually physically drew the contention table, the AFC contention table, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run it by you when we come back, okay? <laughs> Are the Dolphins, now that you've had a night to sleep on it and let it sink in, and there are multiple reports that Dolphins ain't done yet, okay? And they're not done yet, that there might be another offense. J.C. Treader, love you. They might be, maybe, maybe we're shoring things up again in front of Tua, okay? Um, but I, now that you've slept on it, are the Dolphins a Super Bowl contender? If you're a contender in the AFC, you're a Super Bowl contender. Are the Dolphins a Super Bowl contender with Tyreek Hill now? Do they have the pieces? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at KLV1063. I'll always talk Dolphins with you at KLV1063. She's Keely Ferguson. I think she's starting to become a believer. Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN1063. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. It is Thursday, and as always, we're presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Hey, next week, we're field tripping it here on Ken LaVica Live. We are going to be at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. What is the 28th? Is that, uh, what day is that? Is that Monday? I should probably know the uh, the dates here. What day is today? The 24th? 28th is a Monday. Yep, 28th, we will be at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches Aww. Monday afternoon. And then Wednesday, April Fool's Day, though this isn't a joke. We're actually Wednesday legitimately going to be April out there. Fool's day? Really? Wednesday the 30th. Oh. My birthday. What's the first? Thursday? Friday. Friday? Oh, Friday. Okay. Oh, my God. This is easy. Monday and Friday. <laughs> we'll be at the ballpark of the Palm <laughs> he Beach. He said he's having a bad week. Yeah, I, I, trust me. <laughs> Man. It's all coming together. Monday and Friday, this guy and a collection of other characters will be at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. We'll be broadcasting live. It is the best spring training facility you are going to find, and it's right here in West Palm. Make the trip. If you haven't been, what are you waiting for? And if you love spring training, well, 
this is the place to be. Ballpark at the Palm Beach is right off 45th in West Palm. It is the spring training home of the Washington Nationals, the American League champion Houston Astros. Get your tickets, ballparkpalmbeaches.com, ballparkpalmbeaches.com, and enjoy the 360-degree concourse. Enjoy the sunshine. Enjoy the family time. Enjoy the food and the drink, the cocktails, and the spring training life. I'm all about it. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com, the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. She is the show mother, and I'm so glad she's here. Uh, Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Light. Cyrus Wittig running things today until 2 o'clock. Uh, Stone, by the way, Keely, is going on a little vacay tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Where, Where are you, you headed? Go? Bimini. A little Bimini trip. Oh. Bimini action. What going do you do? To you, boat? you take your own boat out there? Yeah. Fish. Uh, my slight flex here, but no, I'm taking a plane that takes off from the water and lands in the water in Bimini. Oh. Right out of here in West Palm, actually. Slight flex. Mm, can't wait. How is I that like a flex, having, What do you mean? I'm getting on a plane that takes off from the water. Like a hydro. Like, great. What is, so what, how does that make it any more special? Ooh, privileged suburban? <laughs> Suburbanite <laughs> up in here? I'll that's take pics. Like, is this a professional? Do you know this person that's flying the plane from the water to the water? Or how is that working? <laughs> I'll meet him. Sound like a dad. Do you know who this yeah. person is? I just want to make <laughs> sure you're parents? coming back. Right, right. I just want to make sure. Do you have a contact number? Yeah. Uh, Ken's looking out. I appreciate uh, it. Um, all right. Well, good. Have fun. Uh, you look like such a dad right now. I know. Him. I know. But part of it is, again, the fact that my family is on a cruise right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ken. Stone's leaving on a plane that takes off from the water and then lands in the water to go to Bimini. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's me. You know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to leave here. And go to an empty home. Oh. That's tough. Yeah. That, that is. That is. Now, here's the question, though. And I had an do upset miss, tummy last night. Do you miss your wife and kids <laughs> or do you miss being on the cruise? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. That's okay. A little That's bit honest. of both. Yeah. But I, I realized without the kids around, I don't have a life. Like, I don't do anything. <laughs> I don't have friends. I don't have acquaintances. Well, I don't have motherhood. places to go. Right. Like, I am nothing unless I'm chasing kids around or, like, catering to them. Like, I am an empty shell of, of, of a being. You can't put 15 miles on those feet and go get a nice mile or two I've miles? I've been doing in? it. I've, yeah. been, I've been getting the work in, but then I come back to an empty house again. I'll run, 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 get in, feel like, all right, that was a good workout, and then... No one to tell it to. I got nobody to talk about that to. Oh. So... So, you know, the, the, the Dolphins right now, Tyree Kill's filling a void in my soul that I'm going to have at least for another couple of days. And by midway point next week, I'm going to be like, God, my kids are killing me. But right now, like, I'm bored. I mean, don't you? We have USA-Mexico tonight, right? USA-Mexico. Get this. So uh, this is a critical World Cup qualifier for U.S. soccer, okay? Critical World Cup qualifier for U.S. soccer because I don't think they're going to miss the World Cup, but they're sort of flirting with it. Mm. And it shouldn't be this way, and it didn't have to be this way. But in short... Their manager, Greg Berhalter, is way in over his head. This is the best generation of American soccer that we have had in history, and he doesn't know how to handle all the talent, all the pieces. Like what we're counting on Mike McDaniel to be able to do with the Dolphins' Mm -hmm. offense, Greg Berhalter has failed miserably Mm. trying to put together with this American talent. And the U.S. is hurt. So much so that, and the U.S. has never gone to Mexico City, never gone to Mexico in World Cup qualifying and won a match. Ever, 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 ever. And... Uh, they play Panama in Orlando on uh, on Saturday, and Panama is the team right behind the U.S. in World Cup qualifying. So you got to win that. So do we need one of these two? Uh, you need to you need to win one of the next three. Okay. It's a three match cycle here. 
but you're in Mexico tonight. And there's been discussion about the U.S. because they're injured and they never win there, just playing a B team and resting up to beat Panama mm-hmm. on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Inherently, I hate that. Nobody wants to be embarrassed by their rival. And Mexico is the United States' rival. So I get the thinking behind it, but it also didn't have to be this way. Mm-hmm. But Greg Berhalter has led these guys into different countries in this continent to play scared. His influence, he is weak. Uh, he is not a good coach. And I don't want them to go to Mexico City tonight and sacrifice this just for the sake of making sure that they're at full strength for Saturday. But then you got embarrassed by Mexico, and it's not a good message to send these young guys. But tonight's going to suck. And just that, not just that, it's a 10 o'clock start. So it's going to be sleepy time for old Ken Levicka yeah. as well. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to be crabby tomorrow because I'm going to be up late. And if things go south against Mexico tonight, I'm going to be even more crabby. So I just, I don't envision this be your going normal well. self tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all the, the, the good Dolphins juju will have uh, completely washed off. Um, but I'll be, I'll be tuned in. Big soccer tonight, U.S. and Mexico. Uh, and I made a bet with Julian Zaldivar, uh, uh-huh. who is hosting a show at this time on the uh, Deporte 760, mm-hmm. our Spanish language radio station. Uh, and again, if you're going to listen to anything at noon, that show's so much better than ours. <laughs> so just listen if you speak Spanish you speak especially. Spanish. Yeah, just just listen to 760. Even if you don't speak Spanish, that might be a better listen than this <laughs> one at noon. But um, if the U.S. If the U.S. loses tonight, I have to eat a quesadilla filled with hot peppers and topped <gasps> with hot sauce. And if the United States wins tonight, and again, this is far-fetched. That sounds like bubble guts central, if the, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, it can't be any worse than what I had yesterday. If the U.S. wins tonight, I, the most American food I could think of is me making a hot dog, putting a burger on it, and then topping it with apple pie. That yeah. doesn't and sound Julian awful, has to Julian has to eat that. It's a lot of calories. I mean, that's a lot of bloating. And it'll scare Julian. It yeah, might not sound yeah. bad to you, but when he looks down at that thing. Yeah. Because I remember at the South Florida Fair a couple of years ago, they had the donut burger. Oh, that thing's it was, imposing. It was, it was tasty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But... Uh, if you eat enough of that, it's going to fill you up, and you're going to feel terrible. So that's on the line tonight. What about some chili cheese on top of it, too? Is that really American, though? Well, I, I mean... I guess. Anything fattening is American. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anything they, that... They call our diet the sad diet. Uh, the sad... Anything that causes obesity, that's 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 the American way. Yeah, it's like God a quesadilla with hot peppers. Yeah. Like Lee, Lee Greenwood said, proud to be an American and guzzling chili cheese into my core. That's right. Uh, all right. Let's go through this AFC contention table here, okay? And I, I'm looking at the photo I took of it because I, I think I accidentally threw out the piece of paper. But at the, <laughs> at the contention table, and again, the contention table comes from Mike Tannenbaum. He's talking about AFC contention okay. table. So okay? this isn't from you. Okay. I, yeah. I no, but believe, we've, we've taken a run it. with it. It's a brand that we've adopted. Okay. okay. At the head of the table, the heads of the table, there's two heads of the table, mm-hmm. the Bills and the Chiefs. Okay. Even without Tyreek Hill, Stone was adamant the Chiefs need to be at the head of the table. They're still the favorite. They've got like 3,000 draft picks, by the way. Mm. Uh, there's, on one side of this table, the Bengals, the Broncos, the Raiders, and the Browns. Okay? On the other side, the Chargers, <laughs> the Titans, the Colts, and the Dolphins. That's your AFC contention table. How many was that? Uh, Ten. Okay. Now... Someone reached out to me via social media last night. I feel like that's everybody. Night. There are only 15 teams in the conference. <laughs> well, uh, I, but again, at the contention table, some, some are not going to make it to dessert. We understand that. We know that. But someone 
uh, tweeted me last night and said, I agree with the table, but where are the Ravens? I got I got hit with the Ravens last night as well. All right. So I did. If the Ravens are in, who's getting popped out of the contention table? It's really tough, but my argument against it was they're going to end up having to fight for a wild card spot in that division because it's not easy. Like they could take a loss to the Browns. They could. Oh yeah. They're not going to be heavy favorites against the Steelers. Who knows how they're going to be playing? Like if they take. Two losses in that division. Oh, yeah, Mitch Trubisky, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If Lamar ends up getting hurt and it's Tyler Huntley versus Mitch Trubisky, they're susceptible to losing that game. So my argument was they might be competing for a wild card spot in that AFC North, and that alone just really doesn't scream contention. But I would think that argument, that approach, would it would be easier for us to make that case for an AFC West no. team, right? Kenny? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. For did sure. we put every AFC West team in there? Yeah, you, every, we did. I, and they so, all not going to make it. So I would say like the Chargers get kicked out because the Dolphins have a better mm-hmm. chance of winning the AFC East than I think the Chargers do of winning the AFC West. Great stuff. Yeah. No yeah, doubt. Yeah. So maybe that's where you put the Maybe race. that's maybe where it you is. Kick, you kick out the Chargers. And yeah, the Chargers yeah, didn't even the make the playoffs last year. Yeah. That's a good point. As much as we can talk about this division. What was that record last year, though? It was a winning record. Because, see, they, that's the hard part about the AFC just in general. Because, I mean, we saw the Dolphins had a winning record, too. Mm-hmm. And that happens with the... That happens with the AFC all the time. Chargers were nine and eight last year. Yeah, so that happens with the AFC all the time. You yeah. you can have a winning record, but the reality is, if you don't win your division, it's just it's tough. <laughs> it's Listen, really tough. It is a free for all at yeah. that point. Yeah, because it's just too it's too many good teams fighting for those two. It's just two spots. Right, just two. Right. Cincinnati's in there as well with Baltimore. If you want to give them a loss to them in Cleveland, yeah, you got two losses in your own division. Which Miami might as well have two losses if we lose to New England and Buffalo. But yeah, they might have too many losses in their own division. But just again, like the Chargers. Don't turn into Keyshawn, though. The Dolphins don't lose to this iteration, the post Brady iteration of the Patriots. We swept them last year. The Dolphins year. just don't. That's the thing. I it's, love Keely's point, though. Brian Flores does know the Pats better than Mike Sure. Daniel. Absolutely. But and that's what he meant. I, like, I, don't think, I don't think he was meaning like. Oh, the Patriots are so much better than the Dolphins. I just think he meant then that he it. knows them in and out. He just comes off looking lazy, though, if he just says, "Oh, I think that it changes the Dolphins will start losing to the Patriots because Mike McDaniel is the coach." That's There's what a reason he Brian Flores. No, he did. I, did he have to write? I knew what he meant. Brian, but you were already mad at Keyshawn. I can't believe though that he is he's sitting here talking about a fired coach like that is going to end up being the difference between whether or not and a a. a there is not one position you can tell me that the Patriots are better than the Dolphins at. I mean, not one, not single. You, you you cannot make the case that Mac Jones is better than Tua. I'm sorry. Oh, but but Mac Jones was a Pro Bowler. Just 15 other people turned down being an AFC Pro Bowl quarterback. Okay, at receiver, not anymore. You can say that, you can say nope. protect him better. Can you? Uh, offensive front. line, sure. Corners, no. Linebackers, no. Secondary. Eh. Can your wife get phone calls on that cruise? I need her to come back because you are so in your feelings right now. That is not what Keyshawn meant. And you have gone on this tirade. No, I just think it's all he meant was what I said he meant. But okay. he, he but, had no but, explanation. But what behind is the explanation anything? behind what that? Just because Brian Flores used to be on Belichick expl- staff. That's what he meant. But that's, that's all. But he that's meant. that's inherently lazy. Oh, this guy used to coach for Belichick, and this guy didn't, so it means he can't beat the Patriots. I think okay. so. Fine, that's what he meant. But it's still lazy. Okay, I can concede that. Okay, but I don't think he meant anything else. But I really don't. Now listen. When he come in here in a couple weeks, you ask him, say hey. it with your chest, kid. <laughs> <laughs> say it with your chest. Hey, Look, that's the only I way care. I say it. I don't care what I'm doing. I don't uh, care if my man. baby boy got to go to uh-huh. therapy that okay. day. He missing it because uh-huh. I got to be here <laughs> to see that.
Because oh, you know Ken, I go do it right. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have him warmed up before Keyshawn gets here. Like, okay, remember, we're on oh, his ass. We're he's going to lather me you up. Go, yeah, 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 with he's, White Claw. Because that's the yeah, only yeah. way you're going to do gonna, oh. He's like, use the power White Claw and me. Cuban coffee. Yeah. Oh, man. he's just, You just need to be like like baselining Cuban coffee into my <laughs> veins. Yes, Absolutely. Sir. I'm going to be lathered up that day. Oh, my God. She's Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka. Key, we're coming for you. We're live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. So last night, and we discussed this at the onset, the, the confrontation that took place in front of the heat bench. If you're watching Valley Sports Sun, that's, that's where the heat play. That's your television home. Mm-hmm. Not one singular shot. Not one mention, nothing hmm. about what took place. So uh, Anthony hmm. Chang, who covers the Heat for the Miami Herald, formerly with the Palm Beach Post, great dude, does an outstanding job. Hmm. He just tweeted this about eight minutes ago. The decision by Bally Sports Sun to not show or mention the butler Haslam Spolster confrontation during the broadcast last night was an organizational one and consistent with past practice per the team. I don't like that. I don't either. Um, That's why we're lame. I, I, I just, it, it's, it's apparently, and I was kind of getting on Bally in hour one, but th- that, that sounds like that's on the heat. And you're doing your fans a disservice if you are state media in that. Mm-hmm. That is propaganda stuff. Uh-huh. And I don't like that. Mm-hmm. That makes me feel uncomfortable. That's the type of thing where I, you, you and I, and Stone, we just sat here and talked about what last night meant for the Heat. Mm-hmm. And I sat here and pontificated that that's a good thing for the Heat. Uh-huh. That that's their culture. That's their thing. But that type of decision where the Heat say, no, don't show that, don't show that, that leads me to believe that, th- that and again, maybe it's unintended, mm-hmm. but that leads me to believe, and I think common sense-wise, that maybe that was so out of the norm that maybe there should be something to be concerned about that's not how the heat should be doing business well and just in general you shouldn't have just as a member of the media you should not have that much control mm-hmm. over what the media does the media is supposed to be impartial not that the media is always impartial because members of the media are people too yeah. but that's that's what it's supposed to be they're supposed to show you what happened and that's it i mean i i have spent 15, 16 years as a play-by-play voice of, of a Division One university. Do I have to watch my words? Yeah, sure. Right. Do I have to buffer my level of criticism? Perhaps. But I would never work for FA if, if they said all you can say is positive things. Right. Because you got to be realistic. And what happened last night with the Heat is real. Uh-huh. And a thing that happened in front of thousands of people who paid money at that arena to see it. But you're telling the, the, the TV viewer, oh, no, I'm nothing to see here. Everything's good. <laughs> That's inherently yes. wrong. Yes. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Yeah. I mean, there's there's absolutely no reason for it. Um, all right. So uh, for those of you that are coming down to the boat show, uh, white guys with the thigh meat, enjoy yourselves. Be safe. Okay. Uh, Keely, Keely's going to go get the Manny Petty with, uh, with Stone. 
uh, little uh, little hangout day. Uh, enjoy your trip to Bimini Stone on your water plane, and uh, I'm going to go home and be alone while my family is on a cruise. How about Aww. that? Good? Good? Cyrus, you and me tomorrow. Just you and me, broing up, hanging up. I think Dean's on tomorrow, too, but he's, like, overseas, so I don't even know how. He's on his way back. Oh, he's on his way back? All right, good. Well, <laughs> I'll have some company for at least two hours tomorrow. Aww. Can't trust anybody. Hashtag give Ken a hug. Can't trust the heat to tell me anything that's really going on. Can't trust my family to be there for me. Going out sad. She's Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5 at WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levesque. I've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye-bye.